Hey gang, hope you're all getting over your post-Halloween depression. I know, I'm doing my best. Anyway, I just wanted to chime in real quick and let you guys know that this particular episode is a special one. This was a panel, a live panel, that me, Kayla, Matt Hawley, and Dead Palette all did at Anime California back in September. You're going to hear us do a live read of our episode, The Most Sensible Ritual Pasta, and then we're going to go into a haunted gaming story we've never read before, and we're doing it live in front of an audience. So uh, if you wanted to see the video that goes along with this, you can check this out on the YouTube channel, the Midnight Marinera YouTube channel. However, if you're here downloading the podcast, listening to it, I appreciate that. This is where the heart of the show actually is, so I hope you enjoy Who's a fan of creepypasta? Show of hands. Okay. Who's here a fan of just spooky stuff in general? Okay. All right. All right. Who's just in here because it's dark and you can sit down? Yeah. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> Who here does not like raising their hand? <laughs> there we go. All right. Save your hand strength, my friend. <laughs> Save your hand strength. So, uh, yeah, what, like I said, what we do is we do adaptations of these works and we put them out there and sometimes we hit more... Um, Relevant works. Uh, there's another faucet of the show we do that's called Undercooked Analysis. Anyone familiar with Undercooked Analysis? Okay, oh, yes. there's a little hand. There we go. That's cool. Well, either way, it's it's. Um, we'll we'll get to that in just a moment. But we thought it might be fun to present for you guys a live read of one of our radio plays. It's one we've actually done before, and it's a strange one. It's called the Most Sensible Ritual Pasta. And uh, that one will be performed by uh, Matt Hawley, Dead Palette. You want to explain real quick what a ritual pasta is? A ritual pasta is self-explanatory, but still. Why don't, why don't you tell the gang what a ritual pasta is? So there are a series of creepypastas that are about how to perform certain rituals that will lead to certain benefits. Sometimes, there's a lot of them that are called the Holder series. That's a big one, and it's all cryptic. And you do this stuff and you walk up steps and down steps in certain ways and bad or good stuff happens. It's, it's a very strange aspect of creepypasta. It's, it's very odd. Um, there, there are good ritual pasta, I mean, good ritual pastas, and then there are, are really strange ones like how to summon Jeff the Killer. And those are the ones you find on like DeviantArt and stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, this is apparently the most sensible ritual pasta, and I'm going to let these two present it for you once I cue up some appropriate background music. And we begin. Left, 
right and straight ahead of you, there are sinister-looking doors. You do not fully comprehend your situation, but you must choose one of these doors. One door... Hey, hey, you're ignoring me. ...leads to salvation. One leads to an endless maze of halls and passages that will trap you forever. And the third leads to eternal damnation. You must... Wait, wait, what? Are you serious? You must choose a door! Why? There's an exit right there! <laughs> in the cold, frightened core of your hearts, you know that there is no escape from the desolate predicament you now find yourself in. Dude, the door is right there. It even says so. See? Exit. <laughs> right there, in front of you. In big red letters, too. After a moment's struggle, you come to realize the futility of resistance and return once more to the crossroad, crossroads of passages. There is no way out. Only because some bastard locked the door! You grumble to yourself as you contemplate. It, was, it, it wasn't you, was it, jerk? Contemplate your fate, damn it! Fine. <laughs> Fine. Eeny, meeny. Miney, that one. You'll say to yourself as you choose the door to your left. Unbeknownst to you is that that particular door leads only to misery, death, and the destruction of your very soul. What? Oh, hell no, hell no. A sudden burst of intuitive clarity causes you to leap away back before the door closes behind you, sealing your fate. It was an intuition, you just said. You must make your choice between the two remaining doors. Page turn. <laughs> <laughs> With a sigh, you go towards the one in the middle. I know what I'm doing. You mutter. I don't need you telling me, prick. You take hold of the doorknob to the passage that will lead you to wander the maze for all eternity, oblivious to the fate that will soon befall you. Deathless, mindless, and hopeless, your rotting corpse will still walk on long and ah! You cry as you once again leap back from your choice of passage. You don't get snappy with me, so the one door left. Salvation ho! You say as you head towards the final door and grasp the handle, the path you have chosen will be long and fraught with peril. You will face insurmountable, bloodthirsty foes and travel farther than the simple realms you think of as life and death. Should you fail, your tattered soul will serve as one of the tortured spectral servants of the Lord of the Underworld. We not know it. Should. Wait a minute. Should you succeed, you will have all the unimaginable pleasures of this world and the next. Though you will be doomed to remain in the underworld as Gwyn's right-hand man. Hold up, you omnipotent lying hack of dog crap. You said that one of the doors would let me out of here. Salvation, remember? How is being trapped in the underworld salvation? Get me out! There is no escape. Don't give me that! There's always a way out! There is no... What are you doing? Where did you get that pipe? <laughs> it was lying in one of those piles of trash. What does it look like I'm doing? I'm going to bust down the exit. Well, uh, you can't do that. It's against the rules. Oh, well, so there's, there's rules now, eh? Well, wh what happened to your big, scary narration voice? 
That's me. Or oh, maybe that is me. It's not. There is no escape! <laughs> there will be. Just give me a minute. Just a little... Ah, oh, there we go. You, you can't. You can't. I just did. Goodbye and good luck, Mr. Scary Voice. I'm going home to find another stooge. Go find another. <laughs> go find another stooge. I. Uh, oh, oh, fudge! I'm out here too. This place gives me the willies. <laughs> Episode is coming out here pretty soon, and it's a uh, it's a original story written by uh, Slime Beast. I don't know if any creepypasta people out there are familiar with Slime Beast, but he wrote a custom story for our show. I can't say much about it yet, but it's, it'll it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. I'm curious about that. How many people know Slime Beast and know Abandoned by Disney and, and those stories? And Abandoned by Disney, Funny Mouth, and Whimsywood. Yeah, that's Slime Beast. Yeah, that's Slime Beast. He wrote yeah. those. He's also been a, a, this is an awkward segue, but he's also been a frequent guest on our spin-off podcast, which is the one uh, Dead Palin and I are part, most partners on, which is Undercooked Analysis. And that's a little bit different because we don't give it the same level of polish we do Midnight Marinara. What it is is we will get in, get in a call together and we'll read a story called No Script, No Plan, No Filters. We'll go paragraph by paragraph, and then at the end of it we decide whether we think the story is good or not, and it gives us a chance to discuss what we think is working or not working with creepypasta. So, um, I think it's important though to distinguish what is creepypasta, because I think there's a lot of misconceptions about that, you know what I mean? So, we have a very specific sort of criteria, and again, I could go on about it, but I'm going to again defer to uh, Dead Palette here because he kind of helped bring some sophistication to this program. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be undercooked analysis, and then I came in and I'm just like too serious. <laughs> but it became cooked analysis. Yeah, it became perfectly cooked analysis. The the um, term creepypasta has been so unbelievably diluted to the point where it doesn't mean anything at this point, and we're trying to bring it back to its original context, which is short, creepy stories that sound real, even if they're completely made up. It is a realist kind of writing. So you include little facts and details that fool the mind into thinking that something is real. Um, if any of you know about uh, Ian Fleming, the person who wrote the James Bond novels, he has this uh, there was a term coined for this, it's called the Fleming Effect, where if you add little details that seem mundane and are connected to the real world, you're more likely to believe nonsense. So if, if you're talking about like how Bond likes his martinis and how uh, like there's you know these secret agencies and all that stuff, 
then you're more likely to believe that there's like a laser watch that you can actually use. So like the nonsense gets grounded by the real stuff. Exactly. And um, it's funny because I think people, people will often present, hey, read this story on the show and see what you think. And sometimes they, they really genuinely love it, or sometimes they say, this story is terrible, and we just want to hear you react to a terrible story. We actually have an, a story we've never read before that we're going to share with you right now, and we're going to do an undercooked analysis style. So in traditional undercooked fashion, we're going to pass the story along, uh, and each of us is going to read a paragraph, and we are completely allowed to stop in the middle and just banter about it. So, um, who's up for something like that? Yeah. All right. Awesome. Cool. All right. So, go ahead. I vote that we read this verbatim. <laughs> As in, and I read this spell word. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And all the back grammar because right. right here, I'll, I'll just start it. So, this is Metal Gear Solid, Solid's Fate. We just want to say real quick your haunted gaming is kind of a big thing, and we were both trying to decide what are we going to read for our panel tomorrow? And, and immediately, uh, Dead Pal just says, Metal Gear. <laughs> so, so, the reason why I said verbatim is, there's a special note here. I am not fully American, born in Panama, and may have some mild or borderline minor grammar errors. The name is Jeremy, by the way. Actually, the, I already the messed name. up. The name Jeremy, by the way, so I have to kind of block that out. All right, so let's begin. Summer has just begun. School's out. Great report card. Celebration after school, and money! I am a fairly poor teenager, always broke and always willing to make money. So after summer began, my friend offered me if I wanted to sell marijuana or fronting me. So that we can make some extra bucks for the summer. Of course I did not think any of it, anything of it. Yeah, of course I didn't think anything of it, because all that was on my mind was the Metal Gear Solid HD collection for PS3. <laughs> Since as baby, Metal Gear Solid has been my favorite game of all time, and still is. Not once has this ever changed, or it ever will. <laughs> this person hasn't seen Metal Gear Solid B. <laughs> A couple weeks came by, and I have been making hundreds of dollars. <laughs> Selling marijuana. Selling marijuana. Hey, Maria, do you want to sell some marijuanas? For Metal Gear Solid, I'll do anything. <laughs> I would do anything for Metal Gear. But I will totally do that. Okay. And to that reason is because I had someone to teach me how to sell and choose out targets and how to flip. Don't explain how to flip, please. Can, can you read that again? Because I don't think I, I understood any of those words. Couple weeks came by and I've been making hundreds of dollars to their re that reason is because I had someone to teach me how to sell and choose out targets and how to flip. Sure. How to flip? Can anybody translate what that means? So where's the, Even where's, they don't know. Where's, where's the author from again? Panama. 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 I think this is a pan Panamanian's idea of what black people sound like. <laughs> Just like, that's what they talk about, doing the flips, right? Just basically making more money using my silver tongue and being a great scam artist. During this time, I had got forgotten my main goal. So what, you forgot about Metal Gear Solid? How did you forget? He said, look at the first paragraph, he talks about, I will never, I will never, wait, wait, hold on, let me, let me rephrase this. Uh, my favorite game of all time, not once has this ever changed or ever will, but you forgot about Metal Gear? Yeah. I'm, I'm disappointed. None of us can ever forget Metal Gear. 
Palette always has to remind us every single time. So. No, that, well, that was the thing for a while. Now it's Overwatch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to the people I sold to, the ones I liked, the ones I made good deals with that, without scamming, always would let me smoke with them. They were fun, creative, creepy, and loved video games with a burning passion. They were my people. They also knew ways to get games cheap, so they put me with a man that likes to steal from a local game shop. <laughs> Uncreative and creepy. <laughs> and everything he had were just CDs without cases. It was fine with me. Now I have like over hundreds of games, and still not done with half of them. But of course, MGS HD was the hardest thing to get. But at least I got it. Such a, such a rare commodity, that MGS HD. Oh, man. Oh, it's already falling apart. <laughs> Okay, so it was uh, at least. We're on the fourth paragraph. I just want to. I just want to remind people something spooky is supposed to happen in this. Oh, uh, you worry. It will get there, I'm sure, and it'll be very spooky. <laughs> I received the game when school started again, and I, uncapitalized, was known as a notorious drug dealer by now. <laughs> Which was very bad for me because I wanted, I uncapitalized, wanted a game. Not attention. Drug dealers to, to all the kids at school made me seem cool. It made me very uh, made me a very popular kid. All the women wanted me, but I, uncapitalized, did not care for them too much. I'll give this guy credit. He used the right instance of two. <laughs> On a curve here, but. <laughs> to, be, to be fair, one of our recurring goals is never to insult the author, but pull the work apart. Mm -hmm. And we are going to do that in space. So, like, here. English, English is not our, our, our author's first language, so that's, I mean, that's fine. But. Well, so remember how he said, like, oh, I forgot my main purpose. First sentence. I just want to play Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> this does not give me the, the chance to play Metal Gear Solid. People texting me constantly, asking for, asking for pictures or some marijuana. Pictures <laughs> of what? I guess marijuana. Pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> Wanted to chill. Most of them were. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> Most of them were swag bags and stuff. So I was ignoring them, and this made me cooler. And I just can't do it anymore! Oh my god. I didn't realize you had unearthed such a gem. Okay, let's, okay, let's take a second to try and figure out who our narrator in the story is. Okay, so what cool guy? He's a cool guy. I'm he's just, cool. Who just I'm, wanted to play Metal Gear Solid, but damn it! <laughs> Have those people just they just want pictures of his marijuana. They want the, the, they want the MJ. Yeah, I'm I'm assuming that he's one of those kids who has like the, the Fonzie hair and the leather jacket because he's a cool kid. <laughs> I skipped school for two weeks, turned off my phone, stayed at a place with one of my great friends. Great friends, okay. That I smoked with all times. Finally, bliss in a trailer park. Who would have known? For two weeks with my best friend in his trailer. 
no, duh, playing MGS1, MGS2, MGS3, it keeps going, MGS4, MGS Ghost Battle, MGS Portable Ops, MGS... such a hurry to get the HD collection. Like, the, the games are already out. You can buy them. <laughs> but, but they're not in HD. He's still waiting for that, right? I mean, oh my gosh. So, he forgot his school about getting Metal Gear, but then remembered it, and now he's playing it. The story is going He nowhere. had to run away from his lab as a notorious drug dealer, too. <laughs> but to apparently, being a, apparently being a notorious drug dealer just works out really well. Now, unfortunately, right about here is where there's a little bit of a gap between the video parts I was sent. I want to give props real quick while I'm here to my friend Marcus, who uh, was there for the panel and was able to set up an impromptu recording. So, Marcus, thanks for that. Uh, anyway, to fill in the gap, though, and not so you guys aren't left hanging, and it's not a huge gap, I'm going to go ahead and read right here the part that's missing for uh, this story. So I'm going to pick up right where the last paragraph left off, and then we will resume the live read. Metal Gear Solid 3 had been my favorite played it the most times, beat it every two days after I'd beaten all the rest. I got bored of Metal Gear Solid. This is usually the part where I am supposed to scream. I did wrong waiting for months to play it again. I forgot about all my friends that I hung out with, was hanging out with the sluts, swag fags, and I even almost turned into one, Almost every day I would be fucking some girl. <laughs> Lust went through my head. Pussy was my life. Oh my god. My grades dropped. Lost sense of video game euphoria. I was a shithead douche. Later on, my friend and I... My friend I stayed... Believe me, it actually is a struggle to read. Later on, my friend I stayed over for those two weeks had died always trying to call me to play Metal Gear Solid again and smoke on good weed. I said no every time. He died smoking with his PlayStation controller in hand. With Metal Gear Solid 3, when he is in the jail cell, this is the day I decided to visit my friend, and I saw him pale, with an eye patch on his left eye with a bandana. I said, holy shit, dude, that's so cool. He gave me a glance, smiled, and his head fell. I look at the screen and I see Snake looking straight at him with a cigar in his mouth, and the flame on the cigar was intense. Snake's health was not decreasing, and it was full. It was a full. Okay. Johnny was outside of the cell, laying on the floor, with a burned Z, friend's name is Zachary, on his back. He was very bloody, of course, not trying to be cliche, but I knew instantly what was going on. Something was not right. I turned off the PlayStation and fell straight to the floor and busted, burst, bursted, into tears. I couldn't believe what was going on. And now I'll let, uh, I'll let Kayla pick up this part. Kayla, take it away. Or past Kayla. Yes, Kayla from the past. Take it away. I couldn't believe what was going on. I was praying for his death. What? 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 <laughs> what? 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 Wow. But they found me not guilty. I was praying for This 
don't survive this one. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck just happened? <laughs> okay, well, uh, so, so can, can I can I note earlier when when when, he's, when it said holy shit, dude, it spelled D zero zero D. So, uh, where were we? I'm sorry. I don't know. Is my oh, face red? Yes. Oh, yeah, I, was, face. I was free to go. Oh, 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 so you got a frame for the death of you go. I became... <laughs> 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 I became antisocial and weird. <laughs> and it's hard enough for me to write this. Reliving the day I visited him when a video game killed him some way? That was almost two years ago. That's a really short paragraph. <laughs> okay, so let's let's mark up the traits of this person. They're a cool kids. <laughs> they're a drug dealer. Uh, they are they're antisocial and, and awkward. awkward and weird. They have a love-hate relationship with Metal Gear, apparently. Yeah. This character is a complex pastiche of I know it's a really you know, oh. Yours. Take it from uh, me. So we just did all that was almost two years ago? Yeah. 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 <laughs> a couple of months back, I had received Metal Gear Solid back. Back. Not black. Not like Pokemon Black. Um, that's another that's another creepy pasta. A new copy within the case. With the case. I played it, cried almost every time trying to play this game. After slitting slitting every guard's Thoughts. <laughs> think, think about it. Think how that would be written. I played it, cried almost every time trying to play these games after slitting every guard's thoughts. While seeing a splurt of blood fly in the air, I was at least happy. What? what? <laughs> I can't even laugh. I'm just scratching my head. You know, <laughs> I'm sad. I'm happy. <laughs> he, uh, all right, all right. Our, 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 our author has some, uh, oh, there's some, 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 some issues. They're doing some soul searching. They're trying to figure out who they are. They really are. Uh, one day, I come back from school. I want to play Metal Gear Solid. Why? I notice another save. I thought my dad wanted to try it out since... Dude, do you realize your kid is a drug dealer? <laughs> I, was, I was beginning that. I didn't, want to, I didn't want to say this specific sentence, but where are the parents? <laughs> Apparently How? playing Metal Gear Solid. Right. Enterprising 12-year-old drug dealers is what this is really about. I thought my dad wanted to try it out, since he said it looked like a good game, but I was wrong. I click on it. I see the same exact scene from when my friends had died. I guess multiple. <laughs> the snake was pale, and face was almost structured like my old friend. I started bawling my fucking eyes out, screaming, "Why?" After a few, <laughs> after a few moments, I went insane. <laughs> Should I just read like uh, these lines here because they're very short? Yeah, yeah, go for it. These are all. Oh, uh, I so. Um, this is like a conversation. Yeah. I looked at the screen and I said, it's nice to see you again, Zach. After this, it went straight to Codec. 
his picture was of me and him smoking a joint together. <laughs> <laughs> so we gotta talk like we're high. Fate. I hope my fate is with you soon. We'll be able to slit some thoughts soon. Seriously, it's thoughts, like the actual thoughts. T-H-O-U-G-T-S. G-H-T-S. I can spell. I'm smart as smart I have been with you for a while now. You just haven't seen my face till now so clearly. I want to be with you again. Find, find a box. <laughs> then we'll be together. For now, I have to show Snake his fate to make you... This is in um, this is in like uh, parentheses. I'm sorry if this makes no sense once once so ever. Yeah. <laughs> I went insane and I'm trying to put the voices I heard, but it is harder than what you think. I almost committed suicide on the spot after what he said. A strange frequency played and I went all our all out crazy. Okay. Okay. Just casually just went. <laughs> So, you know, you can, you can just go crazy for, like, a fortnight, and you'll be okay. Like, I do that almost every Saturday, so. <laughs> then I figured out creepypasta on YouTube. <laughs> and I figured out I'm not the only one that was experiencing things. Not these things. Things. They are having stimuli hit their five senses. Yes. Okay. Oh boy. But for some weird feeling, I have a feeling I'm going to join Zachary in this game. I'm not so sure if I'm scared or not, but I will wait until this day comes. A live Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> so that, talk about talk about serious Metal Gear Solid HD right there. So what else is better than live? It's the last. This is the last line, guys. I will update the. I will update. I will update this with all I can. Starting tomorrow, I will try to go farther than what I can do. Thank you. That's how. That's it. That's, it. that's the end. So, well, so, so that's the end, and we haven't seen any other updates. So he is part of this game now. <laughs> so next time we play another solid, just pour one on the curb for. <laughs> and, and, and Zachary. Uh, Zach's a jerk. And definitely, <laughs> and definitely not Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... That was, um, that's an in-joke. Yeah. Uh, they read a story called... It's so awful, I can't even remember the name. Happy Happy. Happy Happy. Oh. They read all of Happy Happy. And oh. suffered. <laughs> it was awful. It's a fantastic listen. Please listen so, to it. So what do we think of uh, Metal Gear Solid... Solid Spade? <laughs> I laughed extremely hard. It was hilarious. <laughs> um, thoughts. Um, <laughs> don't to be careful. We might slit your thoughts. <laughs> well, this guy's a really cool drug dealer. I, I don't know that I like his story. I, I think we need to read it in Spanish. I think it can only be read well if it's in Spanish. Because remember, English is not his first language. It's true. It's true. It's still really funny to look at that. <laughs> True. Um, I just, it's all, it's, it's all over the place, but I mean, 
this really, this brought us all some joy. I mean, I, I, I see plenty of smiles, plenty of chuckles out there. That's the important part, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not the intended effect of the story. I'm sure. I'm, 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 I think the intended effect of the story was to generate some sense of unease or maybe terror. But even if it had proper grammar, it still it still is like all over the place. Like I was happy. I was sad. I was a drug dealer and cool anti-social. I smoked the marijuana. I wanted Mar to do Metal Gear Solid. I totally forgot about it. I played it and it was amazing. And I, I forgot it. playing it and it made me sad. What are the chances that the person who wrote this has ever seen a single drug in their life? <laughs> Slim to none. That's um, what the marijuana is like, right? Yeah. If anybody, Reefer Madness taught us how bad yes. the marijuana is. Honestly, so. this is just like an unused script for Reefer Madness. <laughs> there it is. This is, a, this is an updated Reefer Madness. This could be propaganda put out by, like, a PSA. <laughs> I don't do the marijuana. So by, you by put out into Metal Gear. Put, put out by Konami and <laughs> the Panama government. <laughs> The Panamanian government. Panamanian government. Okay, so um, usually like the way we end our our episodes generally is with a, uh, and we still have a bit of time, but I want to say real quick, let's we should get the freshness rating out of the way. So, fresh, undercooked, somewhere between, how would you rate this story? Al dente. Al dente? So, just, okay. I'm not sure Matt. what I ate was pasta. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it was, it had drugs in it. <laughs> Matt, what do you think? Crunchy. Crunchy, crunchy. And this is a pasta in a blender with tapioca pudding, and that's my. Uh, and marijuana. And marijuana. Just a little bit in there. All right. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. <laughs>